culture, society. On every street and around every bend lies a world positively overflowing with both. But sometimes we can all use a night in, removed from the endless spiral of chaos and absolute nonsense that waits outside our doors. And for those nights, there's Drizzly, the number one app for alcohol delivery. With Drizzly, you can shop local stores and compare prices on the biggest selection of beer, wine, and spirits, then get your favorite drinks delivered to your door in under 60 minutes. All from the comfort of your couch. Because society is great, but it doesn't have your couch. And it's windy out. And you forgot your jacket. And oh my God, would you look at the line at that place? Are you serious? I... (sighs) So download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y dot com today. What's going on, everybody? You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. I came in with, with like some energy today. I had a really strong coffee, so coming into studio, I was a little shaky. Because I was like, mm, it's midday, I had coffee earlier, but like, I'm going to do a, like an extra strength coffee from Pete's. So I did, because I didn't think it was going to affect me. And then I'm walking into the studio, I'm like, holy shit, I'm fucking shaking. <laughs> But on that note, it's a very exciting week. Um, I'm happy to finally be able to announce that I'm also now going to be working with AfterBuzz TV. And I just started a new gig last night. Everything transpired like really, it was a really long process. And then it was like a really fast process. And so they're like, we need you to come in tomorrow. And I'm like, okay. So I'm now co-hosting. Um, so, so after Buzz, we tackle different shows on TV right now, and we recap them in an after show. So last night I got to be part of the Gotham on Fox after show. So we talked about you know Batman and Baby Batman and and the villains and the new season four premiere, which was kind of fun and exciting, especially because like the co-hosts that I'm doing it with are very like comic book geeks. So it was a very new and interesting uh, transition for me because I'm not a comic book geek, but I love Gotham. So I was actually really excited to get on the show. Um, But if you guys want to check that out, go to AfterBuzzTV.com or you can go to the YouTube.com slash AfterBuzzTV and you can watch the live feed or listen to it on the podcast. And I'll, I'll be sure to send out some links. So not only will you get to listen to me every Wednesday on Hashtag No Filter, but you also get to watch me every Thursday night on the Gotham After Show on AfterBuzzTV. Look at me. I'm just a busy, busy boss. Speaking of busy, busy bosses, I'm really excited because I have a really busy, busy boss that was on almost a year ago, and I can't believe how fast time has flown. She created the brand Vegetarian, and I met her at the Califia Farms Thanksgiving event last year. I can't believe we're already like almost at Thanksgiving now, but I reached out to her. I'm like, yo, I've been following you on Instagram, and you have been blowing up. You need to come back on a filter and update me on what's going on. So please welcome back, Taryn Rascone. Hello. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Good. How's vegetarian going? It's going awesome. Things have been, you know, really picking up. And I know every week I see you like shipping out new orders and I'm like, yeah. Yeah, it's really awesome. It's super cool to sometimes I feel like I'm dreaming, but like this was the life that I wanted and that I created. And 
So it's really cool. When you love what you do, it doesn't really feel like work. Absolutely. And, like people ask me that question all the time. They're like, like, how do you do it? How do you, you know, do all the things that are on your plate? And I'm like, look, it doesn't feel like work. Like there are times where I'm a little stressed out or I feel spread a little thin. But for the most part, like everything that I do, I thoroughly love and enjoy. So it, it, it makes it super easy. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'd be lying if I was saying that there weren't times where I'm overwhelmed or stressed out. But for the most part, like at the end of the day, I do what I want to do. So it doesn't really feel like work. And I, I love what I do. I love being on Instagram and on social media and mm-hmm. interacting with people. Like I'm definitely a people person. So just having a community of people to talk to about really anything is so cool. Yeah. Do you find that the reception, do you have like a lot of vegan people that follow you or is there a little bit of overlap for anyone that kind of just... Um, I think it's definitely both vegans and non-vegans because I really try to keep positive on my page. Mm -hmm. So for the most part, there isn't much hate and I want to welcome like any meat eater or anyone really to my page and they don't have to necessarily agree with me or like eat the way I eat. But even if, you know... Maybe they eat one vegan meal a week, then I've done my job. See, I like that. I don't like the vegans who are like, no, if you're eating meat, I can't talk to you and I'm going to throw animal blood at you. Yeah, no, I actually, I I went on a rant yesterday on my Instagram because I had some people get really mad at me because I I posted a photo with, um, like, it was a smoothie, a coffee, and a water. And they were all in plastic cups and straws. And typically, I, I do have a reusable water bottle. And I yeah. have my coffee at home in the mornings. I never go to Starbucks and spend money. Yeah. But I was moving into my new office. And I was in a huge rush that day. I needed to wake up. I needed to get hydrated. I stopped at Starbucks. And I posted, like, so many beverages. And people were like, oh, my God, the plastic straws. Like, that's so bad. And I, I came back at them. I'm like, you guys are right. Like, I should be using a reusable water bottle. This was, like, a one-time thing. Yeah. And I told totally appreciate them calling me out, you know, like I want to be better. So if there's things that I can change, then that's cool. But there's a way to go about it and be nice about it and compassionate. Yeah, I think people on Instagram or just in general just need to take it down a notch and just be like, look, not everybody is perfect. Not everybody is going to slay every day, you know, 24 hours a day. So like, you we know, all little things, best. little things here or there, you know, sometimes we make little sacrifices. Like for me, you know, people are always like, how can you, you know, eat healthy and, and, and portray a healthier lifestyle? And then you drink. And I'm like, well, look, I'm not getting hammered every fucking day. You know what I mean? I'm not throwing sure. back, you know, shots of vodka throughout the day. Like I'll have a drink a week, maybe twice a week. Like, like, you know, in moderation. Things, in moderation. In yeah. moderation over time. Yeah. And, you know, I think that Not nobody's, everybody's going to be perfect. Literally what I was going to say. <laughs> you took the words right out of my mouth. I love that. What do you think is the biggest challenge that you face, like, being vegan? I know LA is kind of easy, but, like, what, you, what would you say is the biggest um, challenge? I wish that there was... I really try to communicate with people so that they can just at least understand where I'm coming from or Mm -hmm. spark an interest in them to maybe go home and research themselves, watch a documentary on Netflix, whatever it might be. Because I really don't think that just because I tell someone, oh, you should eat this way, they're going to listen to me. But Mm -hmm. if I could get them to, you know, walk away from a conversation and actually do some research, then I've done my job. But I think that that is hard because when you start telling someone, about their food choices, they get really defensive or like, 
it's a, a rough top. It's kind of like talking about politics, to be yeah. honest. You know, like no yeah, one really everyone, wants to like exactly be told what to eat. It's something everyone has control over. So when, you know, someone says like, oh, you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't do this. You know, people get offended. Absolutely. Okay. Now I have to throw my icebreaker questions at you. Okay. So every guest that comes on. So this started after you were last on, but every guest that comes on now um, has to answer these five questions. All right. First question is what's one word your mom would use to describe you? Oh man. Um, successful. Success. That's a nice one. My mom's my biggest fan. That's good. Your mom should always be your biggest yeah. fan. It's funny. I was like sending photos of my mom pictures. It's from the after was like the screenshots and she's like, Oh my God. And she's like posting on Facebook. She's like, oh my God. Mama. Yeah. Moms are the best. You know, that's what they're there for. To I know. I support you always. <laughs> Give me a fun fact. What's one thing about you people would not expect? Mm, what is one thing about that me? That you're vegan. I'm vegan. <laughs> Surprise. Uh, I actually went vegan when I was at Arizona State University in college. Oh, wow. And How long ago was that? Seven years ago. Oh, wow. Yeah. Nice. So, a little bit before it got super trendy and popular. <laughs> <laughs> nice. What is your drink of choice? Mm, probably... Besides water, I like iced tea or juice. Any preference of iced tea or juice? Um, I'll really go for any iced tea, but I like it unsweetened. Mm-hmm. I like like a good, you know what I really like? There's this at Alf. Have you been? You've been Alfred. Yeah. Everyone in has been Alfred. Mm-hmm. They have a coconut mint or coconut green tea, that, mm. and it's not sweetened, but it's so good. Yeah, I don't know. There's something about like unsweetened teas that are just they're so refreshing. Yeah. Yeah, it gives you like a little flavor, so it's not just water. Yeah. Like I've learned to really love and appreciate water, but sometimes I just like a little bit of flavor. Exactly. So like that's like one of my favorite teas. Yeah. Okay, what is your most embarrassing moment that you learn the most from? Ooh. <laughs> um, what is an embarrassing moment? I don't know. Probably uh, my very first cheer competition in high school, I dropped someone. Not like they didn't get injured or anything, but it was definitely my fault that the pyramid didn't oh go up. I think that that was pretty embarrassing. And oh, no. I never, never really like had an experience like that again afterwards where it was like just my fault for something. For not dropping going. something. Yeah. I, was, oh, no. I don't know. Was she was okay? She was okay. Okay. It, the pyramid just didn't go up. It was all my fault. You know? <laughs> so that was pretty embarrassing, but I don't know. What other embarrassing moments have I had? There's definitely some. I just can't think of them on the top of my head. I've erased them all from my uh, brain. I know. We try to forget them and yeah. block them out. Okay. Um, if you had to be reincarnated as a Kardashian, which one would it be? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, probably Courtney. Yes. Why? Um, I feel like she's like the one that's into like healthy eating mm. and I yep. can vibe with her. She's my favorite. Is she? Yeah. Okay. She's totally my favorite. I'm like, I'm obsessed with like the new, did you see the new teaser promo that they released? I don't think so. It's like so dramatic and like, they're like in helicopters (laughs) flying across LA and it's like, watch heaping up the Kardashians. And I'm like, oh my God, that's like so ridiculous. I love every second of it. Yeah. No, it's great. It's funny. And now Kylie Jenner's pregnant. Is she really? Oh, like that just I thought that happened. was a joke, like, actually. Was it a no? It was I don't not, know. I don't no, know. It's like, like a I real thought, thing. I saw that, but I thought it was like a joke. No, I saw it on like Pop Sugar and everything that like no that was a way. real She's pregnant with Travis Scott's baby. Oh my God. Yeah. How does that even work? People I mean, has a quote. People have a quote from her. 
Wow. How would you say that? People that she's pregnant. Yeah, she's surprised, but so happy to be expecting a baby girl. How do they know it's... Oh, I guess she's been pregnant for a while. Wow. With Travis Scott, I didn't even know that was like a thing. Me neither. I thought she was still dating Tyga. Same. Or I thought that they were Well, they broke up, but like, yeah, yeah, I didn't realize. Wow. Interesting. Kardashian news breaking every day. (laughs) Talk to me about this because vegetarian is expanded. Yeah, kind of. So I... um, You have a new athletic line? Yeah, I have a new athletic line. And uh, it's... Because everybody wears leggings in LA. Exactly. (laughs) And I teamed up with a vegan fat kid who's pretty popular on Instagram. He Mm -hmm. sort of eats his way through LA. Yes, I love it. And uh, we came out with this train vegan line. So you can go to the gym and represent and kind of like let them know when you're like lifting weights and killing your workout. You know, people are like, oh, shit, what is he eating over there? Oh, that dude's vegan or is is it out now? It is out now. It's up on the website. Um, Train vegan. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Do you see it? Nice. Ooh, I like that hoodie. Thank you. Look at this. So it's kind of, you know, you could definitely wear it outside of the gym as well, but totally. it's meant for the gym. I like it. Ooh, I like those joggers. Yeah, we're coming. That's like the classic line. And in a few weeks, we're coming out with women's leggings, just like you said. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So what does it mean to train vegan? Um, so every morning, Vegan Fat Kid on his Insta story uh, shows his workout and talks about his macros and what he eats. What and is it, all like that. CrossFit or HIIT? It's not CrossFit. It's more like, to be honest, I wish I knew the terminology, <laughs> but I don't. Well, because CrossFit's like a lot of heavy meat eaters. Yeah, no, it's not CrossFit. It's more like he goes to the gym and like has his circuit training of like lifting different weights and different machines. He does cardio as well. And then he ends every workout where he goes to Whole Foods and eats a big raw salad. And he considers that part of his workout. He calls it his veggie reps Mm. because it's his, you know, first meal of the day where he gets all of his nutrition that he needs. And like, um, it's just really important to also consider what you're eating when you're, you know, trying to exercise or get a goal, reach a goal weight, whatever it might be. So yeah, that's part of his workout as well. Have you tried the impossible burger or the the Beyond Meat burger? I have had the Beyond Meat burger. And to be honest, it tastes so much like a real burger. I don't even like it. Really? Yeah, oh my it's god! So real, like I'm just like I can't eat it. Oh my god! I tried it for the first time at Expo West. Really? You were at. Expo I was. For- I was at Expo West, and I I did. Um, I don't think I ate it then because I had already tried it, and ah. I had it twice. Once, like at Veggie Girl, and once like I cooked it by myself, and yeah. both times I didn't like you it. So it, it wasn't oh Veggie god, Girl's that's fault. So funny. It was just, was and just- the thing is, is like. Every person I know, I've actually had some meat meat eating meat eating friends who've uh-huh. tried the Beyond Meat burger and they love it and they now go to the store and buy it and they eat it, they enjoy it. So that tells you that it really is a, a great option. Yeah. And I think since this whole like Amazon Whole Foods merger, that's the huge. price of them at Whole Foods has been like super cheap. You can get like four patties for five bucks, which wow. is totally reasonable. And yeah, so there's really no arguments about like why you couldn't eat that. I really like it. So I'm not, I'm not vegan, totally. not vegetarian. Yeah. I eat meat. I don't eat it that often. I don't eat it every day. Um, but sometimes I'm like, I, I don't want meat today and I want something meatless. But I tried it for the first time outside of Expo West at um, Umami Burger. Okay. The one at the Grove. Yeah. 
And I really like it. You like did. I order it there all. I don't think I've ever had, and I've been to Umami several times, and I don't think I've ever had like a real burger from there. Wow. They've always been the Impossible Burger. Wow. Well, that's cool. I'm I'm glad that you liked it. So, uh, do you have a favorite veggie burger? Um, I also like Crunch with the Q. Oh yeah, the quinoa one. I know which one you're talking about. I think my favorite is probably Hillary's Eat Well. Mm. Um, you can get them at most grocery stores. It's more like a veggie patty than like a mo- M- meat mock meat substitute. Mock, yeah. Do you like meat mock substitutes? Some of them, yeah. But I think just over the years. I slowly s- stop craving that and honestly love vegetables. Like, Plant-based, yeah. And more than just veggies, but like I'm totally happy and satisfied eating rice, beans, veggies with some so what sauce. Are people, what about the people that are like, veganism is total bullshit. You can't really live your life like that. You don't get enough protein. Like, what is your response to the criticism? Um, I think that, you know... um. Right now on Netflix, there's an awesome documentary that talks about the politics of food and mm-hmm. kind of where food comes from and how we know, like, what is it like that's actually healthy? You know, like who tells us what's healthy and right. where does that information come from? So I have really been telling people like, hey, you should check out this documentary. And actually so many people lately, like it's been insane. Like thanks to Netflix, I feel like so many of my friends have reached out lately and been like, hey, I watched this documentary on Netflix. Is like, it What the hell? Yeah. And everyone's like, so I think I'm going to try to be vegan now. Like, what should I eat, Taryn? And I, ah. I really think because of like Netflix and the algorithms, they like you watch What the Health or you watch one of these like food documentaries and then it like yeah. spits out other suggestions to you. So you get into this like hole of documentary watching and yeah. it kind of really educates people. And I think that when someone watches a documentary, they're learning it for themselves rather than having someone tell them. And I think I can sit here and talk to someone all day long, but if they don't really want to receive the information, they're not going to listen to me. So I think it's easier for me to like refer them to a documentary like that because it kind of changes that learning curve where like they, they got that information on their own terms. So what is your response to people that didn't like What the Health? Because I've heard people in the community, I think like Dr. Mark Hyman and a couple of other people have spoken out against the documentary and said that it's not like a very accurate portrayal of veganism. And so as somebody that really believes in this lifestyle, what is your response to that? Um, I think that there's more than just What the Health. Like I have gotten a um, certificate in plant-based nutrition through Cornell University. And really over the past seven years, I honestly have devoted my life to like researching about not only just for like health reasons why Mm. eating this way is important, but also for the animals and the environment. And I, I truly believe that when I eat every single time, like breakfast, lunch, and dinner, my, my choices have a bigger impact on just me. Like it actually is helping the entire world, you know, like other people, animals, earth, everything. And I think that that's really the big picture. And there's so many aspects of veganism that come into play that it's hard to really say like, you know, just what the health is, you know, sure, there might be some parts of what the health that people don't agree with. But I think that there's other aspects of veganism. When you like really look at the whole picture, I do believe that it is important to educate yourself on it. Absolutely. So what was the decision, like the original, like first kind of factor that made you want to become vegan? Was it for the animals? Was it for the health? Yeah. um, So I was in college and I just got back from studying abroad and I kind of was an accidental vegetarian because I didn't really like the meat where I was um, staying in Mm -hmm. Europe. 
And so when I got back, I kept getting sick. And that's after I'd eat like In-N-Out or Wendy's and Taco yeah. Bell, probably because I hadn't eaten meat in a few months. My body just wasn't used to digesting it. That's when I started researching it. So it was really originally for health reasons, just for me to become healthier, feel better after I eat. But over time, I learned like what it was doing for the animals and how it also impacts, you know, the environment and global warming, climate change, all this stuff. So, yeah, I think it's now all three reasons, but it was definitely originally for health. And I don't think it really matters like what how people find veganism. I think everyone's going to relate to something different. You know, yeah. some people, the environment's really going to resonate with them. Some people, the health thing really, maybe they are suffering from some disease or ailment. Like I had really bad asthma. I cured myself from my asthma. So that really originally helped me really stick with it because I never wanted to have another asthma attack. So I think that certain people will have their own things that draw them into this lifestyle and the ones that continue to learn about it and just like do the research, they end up seeing the same big picture that I see. Do you think a part of the reason or part of the issue with meat is the way that it's processed in our country? Um, and that's why so many people do get sick from eating meat? Yeah, I think it's more than just like how it's processed. I think that that plays a factor into why people get sick. I think it has to do with like the antibiotics that the uh, yeah. cows and, you know, animals are Chickens. fed and also like the living conditions they're in. And there's so many other factors, you know, like if you Google, like, where does your food come from? Like it says graphic, like, w like graphic, graphic con warning. content, yeah, like warning, because no one really wants to look at it. Yeah, I find so. it so funny how, like, I'll even look at people who think of veganism as, you know, something funny and like, oh, you're going to go for cage-free, um, you know, or they just don't take the treatment of the animal seriously and they think, like, who cares if you're, you know, if your cow was treated right or, or not, like, they just don't factor that in and they think it's so silly, but I don't think they realize like when the, the animals are stressed out, they are producing stress hormones. And if you're going to eat that, like you are putting all yeah. of that into your body yeah. and like the way that the animals are treated is a big factor in Absolutely. the nutrition and health if you're going to eat meat. Yeah. I mean, we're animals too. Yeah. So like what if, you know, there's maybe there's life on other planets and they decide that we're a part of their food chain. Like, do they get to just come and kill us and eat us? Like, that mm -hmm. wouldn't be fair. And I think that, you know, most people can't look at their dog and say that they're going to eat their dog, <laughs> at least here in America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, I actually have been fortunate enough to go to places like the Gentle Barn or Farm Sanctuary, which is really close to here, here in L.A. It's like 30, 40 minutes out of the city. You can go on Sundays. It's open to the public and you can hang out with pigs and turkeys and chickens and cows. You can hug them. I literally oh. was licked like a dog <laughs> on my face by a cow. It was the coolest experience, but they're really no different than any other animal. So before I was vegan, I didn't know that. You know, I thought that yeah. they were here for food, but after I learned and now that I've interacted with these animals, I realize they're really no different. Yeah. Yeah. They have feelings like they know what's going on. Like totally. they're aware. So what would you say is the biggest vegan misconception that you think is just total bullshit that you want to set the record? That you can get protein. You know, okay. I think all that most vegetables have some protein in them. Beans, rice, quinoa, grains, potatoes. Mm -hmm. They all have protein. So I think that nowadays a lot of people are especially here in LA more open to the idea of veganism and I really believe that times are changing you know when I first went vegan there was like silk soy milk 
and I was the only option of like a non-dairy <laughs> yeah, milk. Yeah, yeah. And now there's honestly a so refrigerator's many. filled you of have like hemp milk, rice yeah. milk, almond milk, coconut milk, exactly. cashew milk, pistachio milk. Everything. I'm like, holy shit. It's crazy. Hazelnut milk. What did I try? Macadamia nut milk. Oh, That's so yummy. good. They have so many options. Yeah. Now. And and they're all really good. I didn't know good. you could milk so many nuts. Right. I, I know. Thought <laughs> I was gonna make a, I was gonna make a dirty joke, but I stopped myself. <laughs> oh man, yeah, but you know, it's it's pretty amazing. Um, how really anything, and that's that's another misconception. Anything that you've had before, whether it's burgers or yogurt, cheese, ice cream, anything, you can have the vegan version. What's your favorite vegan ice cream? Oh, Snow Monkey. I went to their event last night. It was super fun. It's my favorite ice cream. Let me tell you why. Okay. Because it's so healthy for you. You can eat the entire pint for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, and it would like be considered like a healthy meal. Really? Yeah. I need to try that one. I think the one that I go to the most is the So Delicious Mm. No Sugar Added one. Okay. So yeah, the So Delicious one is really good. I would say that that's more like dessert ice cream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so is the snow monkey. You can totally have it as dessert. You know, they have a cacao flavor and a goji berry flavor. Mm. They're coming out with more next month, I think. Okay. What's but, it made out of? So that's the cool part. They sweeten it with maple syrup. Okay. And it has, it's predominantly like bananas, apple juice, ah. like a berry, a berry blend for the goji berry one, mm-hmm. um, a nut butter. So it mm. has like 20 something grams of protein in each pint. So you're, you really are getting like an awesome meal, which is yeah. so cool. So I always joke, I post about it on my Instagram often, like, oh, I'm having ice cream for breakfast again. Like who wouldn't want to have ice right? cream for breakfast? I want ice cream all day long. Exactly. I wanted to go. I, I love the press juicery freeze. Mm, so good. It's one of my favorites. It's so good. I have the peanut butter on so top. So now my office is right across the street from the Grove. So a, like almost every day I'll go, walk across the street and get a press juicery freeze. And it's so bad because I'm like, I don't want to have ice cream every day, but <laughs> It's just so good. Yeah. No, I mean, I definitely love ice cream. It's and cookies. Ice cream and cookies are probably my favorite desserts. Oh, yeah. Um, have you had the beaming protein cookie? No. Oh Actually, God, I've heard so other good. people tell me how good this cookie is. I really that do need like to go try it. That is my favorite cookie. You must be the third person that said that. It's so good. Oh, it's so go good. I remember it. one time I went there and the guy was telling me that they have it as like a um, a protein shake version. Mm. And I'm just like, I want to eat the cookie. <laughs> like, I don't want to blend it in a milkshake. Yeah. Like, I want to eat the fucking cookie. It's delicious. Um, okay. Talk to me about this new business that you're starting, Biz Babes, because you're the boss. So talk to me about okay, it. Okay. So um, it's kind of cool how it started. Uh, there's this girl I worked with on Instagram. She also has a t-shirt company, um, Daisy LA. Okay. Her t-shirts are like woman empowerment messages. Nice. And so we've, she's like a graphic designer. So we've worked together. She's helped me with some designs for vegetarian. And over the year, you know, we've just like kind of kept in touch over Instagram. And it just so happened the day that I kind of talked to my mentors and realized I needed to get an office space. She was on Instagram saying like, hey, I'm looking for an office space. But I was thinking maybe if there's another business owner in LA, we could go in on one together. So that's kind of how it started. And we we just kept talking about things and realized that her and I can't possibly be the only business owners in LA <laughs> that need an office space. Yeah. And we were like, what if we open this up as like a co-working space for girls who are just like us on Instagram nice. that need, you know, need a space where they can create content, where they can collaborate, where they can have a community of people so that they can come into an office. And if they're, you know, a business owner like I am and like my friend Daisy or Danny from Daisy LA is, mm-hmm. um, Sometimes working by yourself all day long can get quite lonely and you have little to none social interaction. 
So being able to create a co-working space where you kind of come to an office and chat with your friends, talk about your night last night, whatever, and also just have that community is what we're going for. So we basically got an awesome space in downtown LA. Um, it's 3,000 square feet. Nice. It's right in the fashion district. Ooh. It's so awesome. It's so beautiful. It has tall ceilings and natural light. And we've been fortunate enough to work with some really cool companies like Amsterdam Modern, Ponderosa Cactus, um, DK Renewal, um, and a few others, Han, Han and Rugs. And they're mm -hmm. all um, basically helping us furnish and curate this entire space. Um, so that we can have like beautiful furniture and artwork and just really deck out the space so that it's Pinterest perfect yeah. so that no matter where you are, you always have a perfect backdrop for Instagram or I your photos. And yeah, it's going to be really cool once it all comes together. That's awesome. And I feel like when you have a space that's like community and you can vibe off of each other, it just makes productivity so much better. Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, when I come to work those days and there's someone else sitting there working their ass off, it's really going to keep me from being distracted because it's like, damn, I got to work too, you know? Yeah. Like, obviously, we can only be accountable for ourselves, but I definitely feel like when I see others doing well or, you know, having success, it really inspires me. No, absolutely. I feel like, and that's such like a, a thing that I struggle with here in LA or that I hear a lot of people talk about how they struggle is there are so many people in this city that want to bring you down because they want to be successful themselves. Yeah. And that to me just doesn't make any sense. Like yeah. we can all help each other and we can all be yeah. happy and successful. Like I think that, you know, people in general can be jealous, but girls especially can get jealous of each other. And yeah. for some reason I've always when my friends have something that I want or they're doing something that I think is cool, rather than becoming jealous of them, I, I really am inspired. I'm like, okay, cool. If they could do that, how can I do that too? Yeah. And I think that that's really important. And I think that's an important message for young girls to also be aware of that women should work together. You know, we are in living in a world where we still make less money than men, mm -hmm. you know, per dollar. But I think that eventually that will change and if we work in numbers and collaborate and build this community and keep going, that that will even out. Absolutely. And we're already starting to see that shift. Yeah. So Taryn, where can people go and follow you and buy the vegetarian brand? Um, they can follow me at vegetarian on Instagram, V-E-G-E-T-A-R-Y-N, just like my name. And also my website is vegetarian.com. And if anyone is interested in becoming a member of Biz Babes, and being a part of the co-working space, they can fill out an application at bizbabes.la and check out the Instagram at bizbabes. And that's with the Z, right? Yeah, with Zs. Biz with the ba with the Z. I yeah. love it because that's my name. Thank you guys for listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. Thank you so much, Taryn. Thank Everybody you. needs to go and check out their shirts. I love the vegan vegan AF. Thank you. Vegan as fuck. I love that shirt. That's my favorite. <laughs> um, thank you guys for listening. Don't forget to listen and subscribe to Hashtag No Filter every Wednesday on iTunes. Go leave us a nice review. You know, tweet me at Just Plain Zach. Tell me if you, you know, what you want me to talk about. I'm here every week. So let me know. And go and don't forget to follow Taryn at Vegetarian. I'm telling you, her Insta stories are the best. I love watching them. I love seeing all the shipments that you send out every week. Thank you. That's my favorite. Um, and you can also, like I said, check me out on AfterBuzz TV, AfterBuzzTV.com. 
I'm going to be there Thursday nights breaking down Gotham, and we'll see what other shows I start to break down. We'll, we'll find out. So don't forget to follow me, Just Plain Zach, across all social media platforms, and I'll break it down for you on there and send you all the links. So thank you for listening, and I got to go. Bye.